Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, I'm here for another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show based around cosplay coverage, convention news, and all that fun stuff. Um, For this episode, kicking off June, and hopefully the start of a new weekly uh, schedule that I'm going to try to start doing. So, good luck with that for me. (laughs) Um... For today's episode, I have my wonderful friend, Azumi. Hello, that's me. That's you. How you doing? I'm all right. All right. Um, quickly, before we get into it, just a couple of housekeeping stuff. Um, so th- the show is available on Anchor, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Because um, I guess iTunes is going to get all revamped, changed, deleted, and exchange for that so you can check them out on those platforms and uh please if you would like to uh rate and review the show because it'll help out a lot um currently on my blog uh lightning palace you can check out post featuring um uh features on sparkle stash as shenron from dragon ball um a showcase on sylvia sways atlanta from the aquaman movie as well as a bunch of shots showing off the amazing makeup that Allison Tabitha has done over the course of cosplaying and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, upcoming, just a little tease, I have Pasha Cosplay's Death Guard, which was part of the whole Knights of the Ebon Blade group, and also uh, Termina Cosplay's uh, Red Gyarados Kajinka. So a lot of fun stuff coming up. And... Quick shout out to um, my Patreon peeps. Uh, I've got Coralia Jade, Katyuska Moonfox, Mink the Stater, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Shaylin, and Oh My Sophie. And oh, look at that. I see a Zoomy on here. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She follows it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's see here. What else we got? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, next part is the cosplayer spotlight. So, Azumi and I, uh, we go a little bit back ish because I first found you out because I guess you've been you've known me for a while, I guess, through um, Danielle mm-hmm. because I first found you out when you sent me prints as part of a giant care package that Danielle sent a couple years back. And, uh, yeah. Then we just started to get to know each other and we've been buddies ever since. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> the long and short of it. Yeah. Um, Azumi does a lot of cosplays, mostly a bunch of animes that I have no goddamn clue about because anime is not my strong suit as I hope many people already know. (laughs) But uh, she also is known for having an infatuation with uh, Seto Kaiba from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. Why are you going to call me out like that? Hey, hey, I got to do my research, man. I got to do my research. (laughs) With uh, (laughs) both cosplaying as Seto Kaiba as well as various versions of the Blue-Eyed White Dragon like dress form and bikini form. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and also D&D Bard form. Ooh. Was that already done or is that upcoming? I did that at KatsuCon last year. Did I see that? I don't know. Did you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think I did. I think I did. I don't remember. I don't remember. I I have a picture of us somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, sort of a segue. <laughs> when I mentioned bikini blue eyes, um, so the main topic is all about uh, Colossal Con. Uh, for those who are unaware, um, Colossal Con is a convention that takes place at the Kalahari Water Resort in Ohio. And, I mean, they just recently, I think within the past couple of years, um, they also now have a um, a version of the con for the East Coast. But it's basically a water park within the hotel, and that is where everyone breaks out the bikini versions of every character you could possibly imagine. So, Azumi, you went there. I did. It was great. It was great? Yeah, I, uh, the, <laughs> the main point of my vacation was actually not Colossal Con, it was how much Arby's I ate. Oh. Uh, I had 31 roast beef sliders in seven days. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Which on the flip side meant that I couldn't get it all drunk for Colossal Con. Right. Uh, because, fun fact, Arby's just absorbs alcohol. If you have Arby's in your system, you just can't get drunk. <laughs> uh, so I spent my entire weekend sober, but full of Arby's. Uh, but the con itself was great. Um, it was definitely a lot more chill. Like a, a chill atmosphere this year than the past years that I've been. And I think part of that was just because there were um, a lot of pretty large group of cosplayers that have gone in the previous years that didn't go this year because of um, the way that they changed uh, like the lottery system for getting rooms. Uh, oh, okay. And a lot of people decided that they're going to do YetiCon instead this year. Right. That's this weekend, isn't it? Uh, oh my god, is it? I think it is. I'm so excited to see everybody's YetiCon costume. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I saw one cosplayer post about it. I was like, oh yeah, okay, it's this weekend. But, uh, yeah, so you went all of the days. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, how many, how many outfits did you bring? Uh, let's see, I brought one, two, three, four. Four swimsuits. Okay. And two just like non swimsuit costumes. Alright. So, um yeah. So uh yeah, I'll uh I'll leave it to you uh to tell everyone about Colossal Con. Alright, yeah. Um so like James said, Colossal Con is the uh it's mainly like a, a water park convention. Um, there is an actual con that's pretty similar to normal uh, anime conventions that you would see elsewhere. Um, they have like a dealer's room, an artist alley, uh, panels, cosplay contests, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the main reason that a lot of people go is for the water park. Um, it's a really good venue for getting pictures of like summertime cosplays and swimsuit cosplays. Um, it's also just filled to the brim with alcohol. <laughs> so it's, it's also a really good, uh, like, really fun party con 
Um, typically, I spend my Colossal Con drunk out of my mind, but like I said, Arby's, uh, Arby's sort of forward <laughs> that plan, so uh, I, I mostly spent my days just kind of hanging out by the water, uh, doing photos, um, just relaxing with the people that were there. Okay. Um, yeah, it, w- it was definitely a lot. I don't know if it was smaller this year, because I think the convention itself seemed about as packed as usual, but I definitely feel like the, in terms of, like, cosplayers, there were certainly a lot less people there. Yeah. But it was still a good time. Uh, I love Colossal Con. It's one of my favorites, and... We always go there for a week because my fiance is from Ohio, so we'll spend some time beforehand just hanging out with his uh with his friends. Oh, the... that's convenient. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. It's always just like a really relaxing, chill time. Yeah. Um. So, what characters did you bring to Colossal? Uh, I did um wedding rem from a uh, ReZero. Uh, so the meme of ColossalCon, before I go into this, the meme of ColossalCon for my cosplays this year was that I just kept cosplaying sisters and then did not have my sister with me. So I, I did, I did Rem from ReZero and I had no Ram. Um, I did uh, Racing Queen Atago from Azure Lane, which is a uh, Chinese mobile game uh, about ship girls. Okay. Uh, sort of like Concole, but uh, I did Racing Queen Atago, uh, and I did not have a taco as my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, both the maid version and a swimsuit version of uh, Vanilla from Nekopara, uh, and did not have a chocolate as my sister. Okay. And uh, I also, um, I did, haven't gotten photos of it yet, because I kind of just wore it around to hang out in the uh, convention center. Um, but I also did, um, Empress C2 from Code Geass. Okay. Yeah, none of, none, none of those titles ring a bell. <laughs> well, okay, ReZero, I know, just yeah. because of Rem and Ram. Uh, you took Code Geass? Code, yep, Code Geass is like okay. a 2006 anime. I've heard the name, and then... Atago is from a oh Chinese mobile game. Okay. Azure Lane. And then uh Nekopara is a, an erotic visual novel. Oh, okay. I think I might have heard of that. But uh yeah, all all things I'm not one hundred percent uh familiar with. Um Yeah, okay. Uh any um any like standout cosplay that you noticed? At the um, con, or let me see. Because I was, I was aware that um, I think Pasha cosplay was there as the Pikachu at one point. Yep, she was there as Pikachu, and then before that, she also did Racing Queen Atago. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Actually, she did it the uh, the day before me. So when I did a uh, Racing Queen, um, she came and found me and was like, "Hey, do you want to use my flag? I have a flag." <laughs> <laughs> so I got to uh, run around with her flag all day, and that was pretty fun. Oh boy! Yeah. Um, I think the the main issue with um a lot of like the the big standout cosplays that people were doing um is that 
typically we'll like break out our big cosplays during golden hour and we'll go shoot out in the fields uh but it was uh raining like the whole weekend oh no so no one got to get their very pretty golden hour fields oh, no. that they wanted um momo karumi did a whole bunch of really great um cosplays for colossal this year oh yeah that's it, right breaks out some great swimsuits but my favorite one that she did was uh claire uh it was a gym that's leader right yeah oh man that that one was I, good i blanked out yeah no i forgot she was there <laughs> yeah she she did claire uh which blew my mind and then she also did uh officer jenny mm -hmm. which was also fantastic um yeah those were great yeah um so you said that um Kalapakan was a normal anime convention like within the hotel area uh did you do any like vending or well not vending like shopping or oh yeah um panels or i didn't do too many panels we mostly spent a lot of our time in like the arcade uh area playing like a lot of fighting and rhythm games um but when I went into like the artist alley in the dealer's room, uh, that was pretty fun. Um, I was mainly looking for jewelry pieces because um, I'm working on a portfolio for my master's program I'm trying to get into right now. Okay. And, uh, so I'm trying to collect like kind of unique jewelry pieces for that. And so I found a couple of those there that I was pretty happy about. Um, but for like how big the con is, um, I'd say, like, the artist alley and the dealer's room always seem a little small to me at Colossal Con. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, they got some fun stuff there. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I know the arcade has been known to have some fabulous photo shoots happen mm -hmm. just from years past. Um, hmm. Trying to think of what else. Were there a lot of um, Pokemon cosplays or groups or whatever? Um, like I'm trying to think if there were any like standout like group cosplays because I I just remember one year um there was the Shadow of the Colossus group that mm -hmm. took center stage for one year. I was curious if there was any kind of groups or setups like that. Not that I can really think of. I mean, I know that there was a, a Yu-Gi-Oh group. Because there's, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh group at Colossal Con every year. Um, but I didn't actually see too many big mm -hmm. groups this year. Hmm. Interesting. They might have been there. I might have been just, like, in different places at the times that they were going on. Right. But... Most of the things that I can think of were just like solo costumes. Hmm. I think I think the the atmosphere of Colossicon was a lot more relaxed this year. I feel I I could kind of feel it from some of the posts and some of the photos that I saw that came out of it. Like they weren't. Yeah. Huh. Anything else? Do you yeah. think of you wanted to talk about about the con or? Not that I can really think of. It was just pretty standard fun con. I had a I had a good time relaxing. Classic con's always fun, even yeah. when it's like more chill. Right, right. Have you ever been to the one on the East Coast? Or yes, yeah. 
Um, Are they both generally the same, or like do you prefer one over the other? Um, I actually haven't been to the convention itself. Um, like the convention center for ColossalCon East. Um, we mostly just go there and like hang out in the hot tubs. <laughs> um, but I think I think ColossalCon East feels a lot like ColossalCon did this year because it's smaller. It's just a lot more laid back. Um, I can't speak very much about the convention itself because, like I said, I haven't been in the convention center itself. But the it's it's just a lot of like partying and uh, sitting in hot tubs and relaxing and doing costumes. <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. Um, let's see. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess if that's it, we could probably move on to the next part. Um, so this part is, um, I like to call it the, uh, franchise design slash, uh, teacher technique mm -hmm. part. And mostly we go into like the second part of that, um, where basically, so you had four outfits, um, is there one in particular that you enjoyed uh, making the most for ColossalCon? Uh, fun fact, I actually didn't make any of my costumes for ColossalCon this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> uh, Uowo was having a, like, billion percent off uh, sale, so I just bought a whole bunch of cosplays and uh, just brought them to the water park. Oh, all right. Um... <laughs> is there any outfit in recent memory that you enjoyed making? Um, hmm. I think the one that like really pops into my mind, although it's not super recent, is uh my KDA Akali. I made that back in like December, whenever the KDA stuff like came out. But um, okay, I've I've been wearing it so much because we're working on the music video right now that it's just the one that kind of jumps out in my right, mind right um yeah that one uh is still probably one of my favorite costumes that i've made uh, okay um, a lot really went into it like what um the entire costume glows in blacklight because there's an entire um segment from the music video that we also wanted to replicate and that I wanted to replicate in the costume um, where she's in like a, a room full of black light. And uh, so I use like black light paint and uh, glow in the dark paint on her jacket and a bunch of the pieces of her, um, not like her armor, but there's like little gold metal uh, detail pieces. Right. Um, um, like little details on her shoes, on... Uh, <coughs> Just all over the outfit that uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the the black light is a big thing um that wig oh i also put black light paint on the wig um and the wig itself was just a monster of a thing oh boy it's really heavy it needs like 50 bobby pins to stay on my head <laughs> um, but it's just like a big anime ponytail oh wow um yeah I'd say that, that that costume definitely jumps out to me as like one of the, the more recent ones that I'm pretty proud of. Okay. 
There's one uh, that I'm working on now, slowly but surely. Um, it's a, a, a ball gown that I'm doing. Um, it's the Countess from Darkest Dungeon uh, that I'm really taking my time on because I, I want it to be, like, perfect. Right, um, right. But I am, I'm really happy with how that's turning out so far. Is that an anime? Uh, Darkest Dungeon is a video game. I don't think I've heard of it. It's a uh, it's a turn-based, um, sort of like survival horror-esque. Um, uh... The uh, premise of which is um, you basically get like a, a group of adventurers together um, to go fight these like terrifying eldritch things that have all been released from this uh, this manor. Okay. And uh, it's very much about like balancing health and stress and uh, not dying, and but I'm also being it. okay with the fact that death is kind of just part of the game, and you have to be able to cut your losses and right um, be willing to like give up, but also <laughs> doing things like that and make the like members of your group um, upset. And so <laughs> then, um, yeah, stress management is a, a big part of the game. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a really solid game. I've got like 300 hours in Darkest Dungeon, at the least. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend. They're coming out with, uh, they released the trailer for uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 uh, a couple months ago. And it's going to be, from what the trailer seems <laughs> like, and just knowing how ingrained in like HP Lovecraft it is, um, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be based off of uh, the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft. Okay. Um, which I am so excited for, because that is one of my favorite books. Hmm. Um, the last DLC that they did for the the um, first Darkest Dungeon that's already out um, was based on uh, The Color Out of Space, which is, like, my second favorite Lovecraft novel of all time. Oh, wow. So... It's it's just really good. It's and all your good. all your all your sweet spots. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's a great game. That's a, a costume that I'm working on. Um, I have no idea when it's gonna be done because I'm working on it like at a snail's pace to make sure it's perfect. But yeah, uh, slowly but surely. It's, Sounds smart. It's yeah. 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 Um. All right. Um. Out of all the versions of Blue Eyes, like Dragon, that you did, uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, the ball gown. The ball gown? Yeah. What was it like making that one? Uh, well, the ball gown itself I actually made for school. <laughs> um, oh, okay. <laughs> it was my uh, final piece for my uh, functional uh, clothing design um, class, and... It was, it's a nightmare of a dress. <laughs> it's, uh, the, the corset top to it is 24 individual pieces on the outside, uh, all sewn together to make that like color blocked pattern. Um, it's fully lined. Uh, it's got boning in it. It's got uh, bra pads. Uh, the skirt is like six layers of circle skirts. Um plus like the tool underneath. And then for the costume, like the, the cosplay version, uh, I also made armor pieces for that. So right. um, yeah, that's that's pretty easily my favorite version of Blue Eyes. 
All right. Cool. Someone's probably going to understand all those terminologies that you just spouted. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sitting and nodding, sitting and nodding. Um, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, not that I can really think of, unless there's other questions that you had for me. I mean, we pretty much covered practically everything on here on my little uh format list mm-hmm. um when's your upcoming like next convention that's a great question um oh you don't know <laughs> i don't know actually um because we're not doing i don't know if we're doing colossal connies this year we might be um we're, I think that we're not doing Otakuthon because uh, my passport got stolen. <laughs> oh, God. So there's a, a bit that needs to happen on getting a new passport. So maybe not Otakuthon this year. Um, I didn't get a ticket for BlizzCon. So I would love to go if they do another round of like um, last year, they did like a, a third round um, when they got like a bunch back from scalpers and stuff. So if they uh, do okay. that again, I'll, I'll try to get a ticket again. But I was not lucky enough to get it the first two rounds. Oh. Um, and then after that, that's like everything for this year. Yeah, so, you're sk- you're skipping out on New York. Yeah. Um, I mean, Katsucon next year, more than likely I'll be going. Uh, Colossalcon, I'll be going. Pax East, of course. Texas right. is my favorite con of every year. But yeah. in terms of this year, I, I really have no idea. Everything in my current convention life is kind of up in the air, especially uh, working on my portfolio and my fiance just got a new internship. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely put a, a wrench into things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all I know is New York is my only remaining con for this year. And then... I'd like to shoot for Katsu next year. Now that I'm making a little bit more money now. So that may be more like high end expensive con can be more of a thing where mm-hmm. or, or I'd, I'd still do less amounts of them. Like I'm like at the top of my head, I'm thinking Katsu con packed East for more than one day. Like, like um what I did this year. And then, probably new york again unless something comes up where i get the urge to go to another con that i've never been to like i'd love to go to colossal con at least once Mm -hmm. like i'd love to go to dragon con at least once oh Um, yeah i wanted to go to dragon con really bad yeah you ever ever been no no Mm. uh i wanted to go this year but again uh internships and and master's programs and all of that have made uh any plans very difficult to make (laughs) yeah i mean i may not i may not be huge into blizzard games but i'd love to see blizzcon at least once Mm -hmm. experience what that con like I, i know that's a giant like um cosplay grade convention where a lot of people bring out crazy stuff Oh yeah, I mean we we all did a uh, Ebon Blade last year. That's right. Yeah. Um, BlizzCon is honestly just such a treat. 
I love BlizzCon. <laughs> um, I've been really into Blizzard games since I was a kid. Like I've I've been playing World of Warcraft uh, for as long as it's been out. Like since I was like seven years old. Ooh. So, um, <laughs> yeah, BlizzCon for me is definitely really special because I do play. Um, I either currently play almost like all of the Blizzard games, or I've at the very least like played each of them once in the past like I, I played a lot of starcraft 2 i played a lot of uh diablo right I right all of the warcrafts all the world of warcraft all that um so yeah blizzcon is definitely um a lot more i don't really have a lot of experience with how it is not being a fan of blizzard because i obviously am a pretty big one i'd i'd say it's probably more fun if you're a fan of blizzard games but right um, there's definitely enough there that you don't have to be super into Blizzard games in order to have a good time. I mean, I pretty much just have an attachment to World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't, I, I, I did get back into it for a little bit, but then I dropped it because Kingdom Hearts three was on the horizon, mm-hmm. and then that took all my time. But now I beat it, and I'm like, do I want to go back to paying fifteen bucks a month? Are you uh, planning on playing Classic WoW? Uh, I don't know. Because, like, I I came into... So you're obviously, you obviously still play WoW. Yeah. To this day. You're, like, you're in Battle for Azeroth and all that. Well, I quit Battle for Azeroth because it's garbage. But oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, other, other than <laughs> Battle for Azeroth being bad, yeah, I still play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, I played up until a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I got into it. Um, right when Lich King came out, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's a huge reason why it, uh, Lich King is one of my favorite expansion packs because it's just very awesome. And like I did play Warcraft three, I never beat it because too too hard for my <laughs> for my young mind. Like I got stuck on the undead campaign. Like I can't beat it. Okay, yeah. So I never cleared it, but like I knew like all the big players and. All that fun stuff, and then I dropped. I dropped after during Cataclysm, mm-hmm. so before Mister Pandaria came out, and um, then I got back into it when Battle for Azeroth came on because um, my dad, before he passed away, um, he got back into it because he would play it during his chemo sessions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he still had his account, like, still up and running, like, it was about to get charged or something. So I was like, oh, I'll hop onto this. And then I was like, are all my characters still around? And they were. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I just got sucked back into it and then was playing for a little while. Um, I So, like, at the moment, I have three characters. Mm-hmm. Um, all Horde. Um, Boo. Boo? Boo, you say? Boo, I say. <laughs> um, all blood elves. <laughs> I mean, all right. The the only good horde race. <laughs> yeah, paladin, mage, and then I made a demon hunter. Although, um, I did work my ass off to um unlock the um. What's the freaking allied race? The other elves. Oh, the uh. The the ones who like the crystals, uh, fucking, 
I completely forget their name because they're the big ones in Legion, and now I'm blanking. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Because I mean, like Alliance got Void Elves. Yeah, the fucking then, Night, not Night Elves. Um, well, they it, have it, Nightborn, 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 Nightborn. That's it. Night <laughs> <I was laughs> something, not the Night Elves. No, no. Yeah, so like I worked my ass off to like get exalted with them, and then I trans, I changed race to a Nightborn for my mage. That's fair. I'm really sad that Nightborn were not the uh, alliance race because they were the ones that I was most looking forward to. And then yeah, I, was like, I mean, God I was, damn it, why are you horde? I was pumped up for the Void Elves, but then they were alliance. Like, oh, you can have the Void Elves. Give me the Nightborn. Right, right. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll ever get back into WoW. I mean, I obviously never played Classic, so, I mean, I've seen, like, a lot of people go on and on about, oh, we're going to relive the glory days with all the bugs and the glitches and all the mm -hmm. stuff that today's players aren't really used to anymore. So, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, I played a little bit of Diablo 3, and then that's about as far as my Blizzard game knowledge goes never touched starcraft and i don't even think i want to touch overwatch <laughs> <laughs> uh it's not it's it, if you weren't into it in the beginning uh overwatch isn't like a i don't think a particularly good thing to get into now right i'm i'm just i can't do those battle arena games because i mean that's essentially what it is mm -hmm. like i yeah I'll appreciate the cosplay and all the character design, <laughs> but I just, I just can't get into the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just... is a, a lot of fun, but I think I, because I played in the beta, and I think I really burned myself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. I'll like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, let's play Overwatch again, uh, and then I'll play like three games, and I'm like, well, that's enough Overwatch for. Another like eight months. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to experience maybe BlizzCon at least once. I think I think that would be the con where I'd love to experience what um, conventions are like on the West Coast because mm -hmm. I've only been restricted to the East Coast and the New England area <laughs> to an extent. Um, yeah. Well, if that's about everything, uh, I think we can wrap this episode up. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you so much, Azumi, for being my guest for this week. Um, yeah. I really appreciate it. You're a doll, and I love following your patreon and seeing the outfits that you make and it's a lot of fun guys she's a lot of fun um yeah so you can um just listen to my podcast on the respective platforms um you can follow my patreon or just keep an eye out for my blog and its social media accounts under lightning palace um there's one for instagram and one for twitter um azumi if they want to follow your cosplays where do they go uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Azumi Cosplay, all one word, A-Z-U-M-I-I -I Cosplay. Uh, and you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Azumi. 
it sounds like how it's spelled, just with, with two eyes at the end instead of one. <laughs> um, but yeah, every everything for me is the the same handle. Right. All right. So uh, yeah, like I mentioned at the top, uh, hopefully I'm gonna kick in a weekly episodes. So you can expect a new one hopefully next week. So uh, yeah, just stay tuned for that. Oh, and I also almost forgot. Um, I recently had created a Facebook page for my podcast, so uh, you can check it out uh, at uh, Cosplay Bites on Facebook, and um, that's where I'm going to be posting most of the episodes and other tidbits if I come up with anything. So uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys.